In this episode, we look at the initiative to open air transport markets across Africa. We also look at South Africa's unemployment rate and Namibia's rate hike. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business. In Africa, I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. Efforts to open air transport markets across Africa are gaining steam with several nations agreeing to take part in the initiative. The single African air transport market aims to consolidate the aviation market in the continent. 17 African nations have agreed to start implementation of the program. This will be a test run and the countries participating in it have decided to open their air markets without conditions. Derek Nseko CEO Airspace Africa joins us for this episode to give more insight into the program and who will benefit from it. So I think I have to give a bit of a background uh, with regards to the single African air transport market. And this is a flagship project of the African Union's Agenda 2063. Now, there's about uh, three key projects uh, that are geared towards uh, uh, the integration uh, of the African uh, economy, the single African air transport market, the African continental free trade area and the free movement of goods and people. Now, the journey to the single African air transport market has been interesting and very sluggishly long. I said in about 1989 uh, with the Yamasukro Declaration, about 10 years later in uh, 1999, uh, we had uh, creation of the Yamasukro decision. Now, the Yamasukro decision is the one that's morphed. Uh, later in 2018 into the single African air transport market. Yes, so this has been a very, very frustrating project for the African uh, aviation industry for so many for so many reasons. But uh, the important thing and the key thing really about the single African air transport market is really to take away the restrictions that have hamstrung the industry, especially in the area of market access, uh, because uh, to access uh, key markets, uh, airlines in Africa, have uh, to be guided by bilateral air service agreements, which are sometimes, uh, even when achieved, are restrictive and yet still difficult to achieve. Uh, so what uh, the SATAM does is uh, for, the signat- for the signatory states, uh, there'll be a granting of fifth freedom rights uh, between the designated airlines. Now, fifth freedom rights allow uh, airlines to fly from uh, one, one country uh, to another, and then on to another country with the freedom to pick up passengers in uh, that other country that they've flown to, uh, a, a situation that we do not have under, under the current regime unless you have fifth freedom rights granted to, uh, to your carrier. SATAM is extremely important for the African uh, air transport market because uh, it, it's been estimated that if the African aviation industry is fully liberalized, uh, the African economy will actually generate about 4.2 billion in gross domestic revenue on top of what it's achieving at the moment, and about 600,000 new jobs will be created. It will also lead to a reduction of about 27% in airfares on the African continent. It's something that we desperately need in Africa's uh, travel industry, because as we all know, airfares are are, are very high. Now back to this uh, pilot implementation project that has been signed on to by about 17 states. 
about 15 are ready and willing and then there's about uh, two more that are enthusiastic and looking to to get in with the rest of the group so that makes them 17 what is happening here is uh, an approach that uh, has been suggested over a long time and this is really an initiative of uh, the african civil aviation commission's new leadership uh, the African Civil Aviation Commission is the implementing agency of the single African air transport market. And recently, this year, I uh, got a new leader in Adefunke Adeyemi, formerly at IATA. So Funke is very enthusiastic. Uh, she's uh, an amazing leader. And uh, she's uh, taking on a new approach, which is all about taking action uh, rather than talking. And uh, the pilot implementation project has really identified the countries within the African continent that are ready to go. And what we're saying is, let's go with those who are willing now. And let's start this thing uh, as soon as possible with the countries that are willing, rather than wait for all 54 African countries. Something that might be difficult and uh, perhaps an approach that has been holding us back. Uh, so 17 countries are ready and willing. And... Uh, the single African air transport market is looking to go ahead and to be implemented within a framework of these 17 countries. And hopefully what we hope for is that the other countries will see their benefits through what is happening within this framework of the 17 African countries. Positive initiative. And I really wish the African Civil Aviation Commission the very best in uh, getting this implementation done. But we do need the rest of the African uh, continent and the rest of the African countries that have really not bought into this yet. And uh, in, in, for those that perhaps might be uh, on the sidelines, there's still a little bit of doubt. And uh, as far as uh, I'm concerned, it's really a matter of education. They need to really understand the benefits, first of all, of the single African air transport market, but also uh, to allay their fears, especially around competition, which uh, seems to be the issue for some of the African countries that uh, are a bit protectionist in nature and are seeking to protect their national carriers. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Central Bank of Namibia raised its key lending rate by 50 basis points to 6.75% during its November 2022 meeting following a 75 basis rate increase in October. It's the sixth consecutive rate hike so far this year, pushing borrowing cost levels not seen since July of 2019 to safeguard its currency peg with South Africa's rand and to continue anchoring inflation expectations. Namibia's annual inflation stood at 7.1% in October of 2022, the same as in September, and holding close to 2017 highs of 7.3% reached in August. Meanwhile, Governor Johannes Gawazab said the central bank was in the process of revising up its 2022 growth forecast from a previous prediction of 3.2%, adding that he would not be surprised if the growth reached 4%. South Africa's unemployment rate was at 32.9% in the third quarter of 2022, down from 33.9% in the prior period and below market estimates of 33.4%. This is the lowest jobless rate since quarter one of 2021, as the number of unemployed persons declined by 269,000 to 7.72 million and employment rose by 204,000 to 15.76 million. In the meantime, the labor force fell by 66,000 to 
23.49 million. Among sectors, manufacturing, trade, construction and transport saw the largest job gains while jobs were cut in finance, private households and mining and agriculture. The expanded definition of unemployment, including people who have stopped looking for work, was at 43.1%, down from 44.1% in the second quarter. The youth unemployment rate measuring job seekers between 15 and 24 years fell farther to an over two-year low of 59.6% in the third quarter of 2022. And a quick look at the markets. Bitcoin, the world's most traded cryptocurrency, tumbled to as low as 16,000 US dollars as investors continued to fret about the stability of the sector and the financial health of some crypto exchanges following the insolvency of the giant FTX. Crypto firm BlockFi was the last key player to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy with more than 100,000 creditors and a balance sheet with liabilities and assets ranging from a billion dollars to $10 billion. Market participants have been growing worried about a contagion effect across the crypto industry after sunk bankman Fred's cryptocurrency exchange FTX went from a $32 billion valuation to bankruptcy in a matter of days as liquidity dried up. Ethereum also came under heavy selling pressure, now down more than 3% at around $1,150. US Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With a Dong. Oh, 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 o